Welcome to Sipeshinary. Sipeshinary. Hey, you We're made it. We're on. Thank yes. You, thank you guys for being here. Um, we have the crew back. The yeah. O- oh, the OG crew. Back. Yeah. Little sun. Kissed by the sun. Kissed by the sun. Kissed by the sun. And a Kissed little bit of a coolness. It was cool. Couple it was. Days. Yeah. It was, there. it was very cool. So on our anniversary, we went down and we got. Happy anniversary, by the way. Yeah, thanks. 39 years. It was great. Last week. Great stuff. Last week. And so mom and I went down to the beach and um, there's a little story behind our, our dinner that we got. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, we, we got to eat, but we didn't pay for. So <laughs> it was actually. mom complained. Well, it, it was a necessary com- complaining. No, it, sound, it sounded it, it sounded reasonable. It was very reasonable. And I complained, too. Cause, it like, sounds was, like, that bad. Well, er, well, everything was everything was like lukewarm. We just said we weren't going to get uh, into Oh, we're just not going <laughs> to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I had a piece of fish with, I mean, that the tasted fine. It tasted good, but it was like it was like barely warm. Seriously, and like you're just That's gross. like you pay a lot of money for this. Yeah, for sure. And it was and it was barely warm. So so anyway, um, we we grabbed chairs. Mom put on some decaf coffee, and we we ordered some key lime pie from this place, which was really good. Mm, it was really really yeah. good. And um, and it was takeout, so we we just took it out. We took it out by the beach, and we were sitting there, and the wind was blowing. <laughs> we were freezing. <laughs> we were like freezing. Yeah, well, it, it was, was it was chilly. chilly. It was just like whoa. Yeah, it was like this is seventy so cold. degrees, which you're like that feels great. Well, that with feels very great. low humidity. Yeah, until until you're at the beach and there's a lot of wind and right. there's water involved, right. and then it's really cold. Yeah, and so we were we were cool. chilly, so we didn't stay too long. But yeah. it was it was the the key lime pie was just wonderful. So it was good. homemade. Well, it so was good. it was homemade. It wasn't so wasn't commercially made. You could tell. I got you. And it was good. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, like, yeah, we had several a great time. things that we did that were just we, and then there were several things that we didn't do. I thought was what was really cool was um, I I have a uh, a block O t shirt. Yep, and I just it was kind of it's really ratty. It's kind of had a couple of holes in it and stuff like that. But I wore it at the beach or at the pool. Yep, and we're sitting there, and this lady goes, "Oh, Ohio." Where are you from in Ohio? And we said Columbus. She goes, "Really? Where in Columbus?" I said, "Westerville." Really? We live in Minerva <laughs> Park. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. So it was really good. That's and, hilarious. And they they were a family uh, that have been devoted to the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. And they've left the Roman Catholic Church, and they're looking wow. for a church. So I'm going to show up. I'm praying that they will. Mom had a really good long conversation. This was a elderly lady, and she had her daughter and son-in-law. But they're the daughter and son-in-law are probably like our age. So okay. this was this was an older. O- and o- then older. their family, they had a pretty <coughs> large extensive family. Looked like yeah. And they're all here. They all live here. They do. Totally. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Praise yeah. the Lord. So so we're, I'm praying. We yeah. made a lot of friends over there. We we really did. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean Finn, Finn got a girlfriend. Finn was, got a girlfriend. She, what? She really. Yeah, I think she I really kind of really liked the eyes man. for Finn. It was, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> she, I mean, they, it was, but a, it was a great couple. family. It was a great yeah, family. Yeah, it was a great family. Vacation. I told Finn, like I was like, Finn, if you're smart, you get her number now. I know you don't have a phone, <laughs> but you get her number <laughs> right. now and you just save it. Oh, really? You never know. No. So well, vacation I mean, girlfriends are like camp girlfriends. That's that's kind of true. Yeah. But, but so so I had a chance I had a chance to <laughs> chat with him. Yeah. And gave him a really great guy. I mean, really just a great family. They really were. Well, <laughs> and then two two <laughs> girls. One the the youngest girl was like Shiloh's age. Oh my word! They so just played together. They just the played time. together the whole time at the pool. And like, and she had an arm, and like she could catch. And so like, she and Finn just Does like she have two arms. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, oh, you meant she could throw the ball. She yeah, could she could throw the ball. Throw the ball. Uh, and uh, and they just like, they were just throwing and in the pool together the but entire she, time. But she had like the biggest smile on her oh, face. Oh, she loved it. The huh? entire time. Well, I'm like, I'm like, this oh, do they girl. live in Columbus? And Finn was kind no. of oblivious. Uh, Finn was like, yeah. Finn was just like, <laughs> I like to play ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, so dude. Good, Finn. good job, Finn. Good on you. But well, hey. so, but he he told me he would go online and 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 listen in and listen in. And I said, would you would you mind giving me some feedback? To, I'd love to, to our podcast. No, uh, to the oh. sermon, like a sermon, to, to a sermon, sermon. guys. I know, I know. Promote the podcast. Well, I think I may have told him. That Forget about do no. Don't tell people. That. I mean, like, <laughs> it's weird. Hey, we have a family podcast. It's not a family podcast. I mean, it is a it family. Is a family. No, it is a family because we are podcast. family. But like other people. We are hey, so while you guys were away, I actually became woke. Oh, good. <laughs> Let me share with you oh, no. how I became woke. So, oh, sheesh. I had to write this down because it's 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 good stuff. Okay. okay. So I'm so nervous right I, now. I am too. <laughs> so if you guys, if you take care of chickens. You are a chicken tender. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so if you take care of chickens specifically so you can turn them into chicken tenders later, then you are a, and then in other words, you are a chicken tender chickens. You are a chicken tender chicken tender. If you take care of them lovingly. I'm, I'm, I'm staggering right now. Then okay. you are a tender chicken tender chicken tender. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay. 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 But if you're also a coward, then you're a chicken tender, chicken tender, chicken tender. <laughs> no, you're a, no, you're a tender I, I, chicken no. tender. No, no, chicken tender chicken. If you're a cowardly, lovingly, you're a chicken caring for chickens so that you can turn them into chicken tenders, then you're a chicken tender, chicken tender, chicken tender. <laughs> oh I can't even keep up with yep. that. Yep. <laughs> but if you take care of chickens, then you are still a chicken tender. So I became woke while you guys were gone. Wait, so what does that have to do with woke? Well, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. Just what, be aware of your vocation. Be aware of all things. Be aware of who you are. Become woke, people. No, I don't. I don't. If you're uh, a chicken tender, if you care for chickens, <laughs> if you if you're a coward who lovingly cares for chickens so that you can turn them into chicken tenders, you're a chicken. But that's not loving. Tender chicken, tender chicken tender. It's not loving to turn a chicken. <laughs> Look, into I can't chicken even tenders. keep up. So let's let's. Just and you certainly can't do that right, tenderly. On. You can only do that as a chicken. Let's go. No, You're welcome. That's, oh, that's awesome. That, that's that's that, pretty good. That, that is awesome. But anyway, so it was good. And then I met. But, an, I met another family. Actually, oh, we're back to this. Now. <laughs> From well, because a lot of friends. <laughs> we made a lot of friends so, on vacation. But this was really cool because, like, we a, a neighbor guy that was in uh, the condo next to us would go out in the morning and. And we noticed that he was reading this large Bible. And so I just asked him, I said, hey, what do you do? You know what you're reading? And I was just like, what are you what are you reading? And he goes like, I do. And um, I was he said, I've been I, I was born again in 2007. And he says, I just want my family to know and love Jesus. Says, that's what I, that's. And so he says, I, I'm reading. And he was he was reading a, a study Bible, a large, nice. a large study Bible. So we had several conversations, and he's, he's a great, great guy, great family. Yeah, great, really, and large, large family. And I said, I said, like, so yeah. So. Dad called him out. Dad, said, dad straight up called him out, I and he uh, no, and he, I didn't he, call him no, out. I just said, so do you homeschool? And he goes, I fit the profile. Oh. Don't I? He, goes, he says, it's that obvious. <laughs> dad, 
I just said like you're you in. Can't this, do that. He lives in this small town of, of Alabama. Because dad can do that. Dad somehow mm. he gets away with it. If yeah. any of us say that, say that it's like how he dare was. You? He was, and he had this really deep, dark voice, like really rich resonant voice and so i what said what does that have to do with homeschoolers it doesn't have anything to do with it but i said do, oh. you, do you sing <laughs> he goes like i get that asked all the time too and i said well he didn't look like a singer he didn't Did look he like a singer but he sounded like a singer that if he could just carry a tone so his wife looks at me and goes no he doesn't <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say i i would be very surprised if he. i could, said well i'd like sing. to hear him sing she goes no you wouldn't no, no. <laughs> no i don't think so so anyways but That's he hilarious. he uh he they they live in this small little tiny town in in Alabama, and they they've they've struggled trying to find a good church. So they go actually to this Nazarene church. Oh yeah, where uh, oh yeah a um, a Marine former Marine is the pastor. Wow, who knows very little at all about the Nazarene church history. He's just there. He's to, just there as cool. pastoring. So he meets with a guy every week, and he says like we 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 walk through the sermon together, and he says I give him pointers. He says, like, I don't know what I'm giving him, but I'm like, you know, <laughs> here's what God's word says. And he says, this study Bible has been very helpful to me. Yeah. And it's a it's kind of a reformed study Bible. And so he's just like, he goes, like, I don't want to consider myself reformed. He says, I just call myself a follower of Jesus. Cool. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what, that's kind of where we it's are. It's a good too. thing to call yourself. Yeah. But I said, reformed helps understand those kind of things. So he said he would, he would listen online too. He Our says, podcast? I got your, I, <laughs> no. Yeah, guys. So, you probably could have given him the podcast. I probably could have given him okay. the podcast. In fact, I'm I mean, since I'm almost sure him. I'm almost sure I told one of those guys the, of the podcast because I just said you might you might want to be listening to us. It's a crap shoot at this point. It's all right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, made a lot of friends. So it was, a lot of fun. It was fun. It was fun. I always love it when I meet other people um, who are interested in Jesus too. Yeah. I love to hear their story. Um, you know the the one couple. This he says point blank. I don't I don't go to church. He says I need to. He says I grew up mm-hmm. going to church. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, well, your little girls need to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes like I know I know. He says but I'm but in, do you? But I'm in this little tiny town in in the mountains of North Carolina. And he said there's not much there. Yeah, that's probably true. And I said oh, that's probably true. So I so he said like I'd be I'd be willing to listen to you and I said well maybe you would maybe you wouldn't I don't know <laughs> so we'll see I hope he does I really hope he does I told him I said I'm not I won't be here that would be last Sunday I said I'm not, I won't be home but I'll be there the following Sunday so I'm I'm really praying that he'll he will and that he'll reach out to me and give me feedback yeah so. that'd be awesome he'd be a great guy great family yeah cool yeah, that's awesome so, yeah it was good well welcome back thank you it's good, good to be back very Just humid Ohio. Back. Actually, hot. It feels human. great to be honest. Yeah. I loved it. Getting yeah. back in. Yeah. I mean, well, it's hot and humid. To be honest, I mean, we came back and it was hotter than what we experienced down there. I mean, right. other than like a couple days. I mean, it really yeah, was. I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. More it's a little humidity. strange. We had a we had a kind of a really bizarre trip back home. Like there was something in the road that we. I mean, we literally had to take a detour through the mountains in Virginia. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. But that was both sides. Like yeah. you saw all those people coming towards us as well. Yeah, it didn't take too much time off though. It didn't take it was, too much it was time. Pretty off. It was pretty good. Ways yeah, better than freaking Kentucky going going down there. Oh. Gee whiz, oh, you, gee, were, you were really bad. Oh, it yeah, took us horrible. twelve hours to get to Greenville. Holy cow! Twelve hours. What was it going was on? Horrible. Uh, well, Cincinnati's rain. horrible. Kentucky's horrible, which is the same thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was just Kentucky horrible. Natty. All of it. Like all this construction, and they're like, "Hey, it's Memorial Day weekend. We should probably plow through oh. with our construction." <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Idiots. People, come on. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, 12 hours. good. 
Good to be back in the in the sh- in the just in the in the, in home the trenches country, in the, in the trenches. Yeah, I just love I, I every time I come home from vacation like the the way home I always just get fired up and I'm like I love home. So do you do Columbus. you do you do the same thing like like there's a there's a little point in your driving like and all of a sudden you come over kind of this ridge and then you see the city line skyline. Well, usually if I'm coming up like 75 or or 70 71. Yeah, you, and you see you it, can see that and you're going like, like Grove, oh, Grove City. Yeah. You can't really do that from 33 too much, but did you do? You can 33? definitely get the sense that you, you know you're coming in. And did you drive 33? Yeah, we, we drove did. 33. We oh. did coming home. Yeah, it's a different way. It's we came straight from up. Charlotte. Yeah, so straight up through Charlotte. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Like when you hit the city limit, you kind of just breathe. Yeah. And it's just no, we felt like that too. Love I mean, it. Although I was dead tired. I dead, was dead tired dead too. Dead tired from driving all day. I just get I just get energized. We got up. We left at home. six. Yeah, we left really early. Oh wow, from Hilton, and you from drove the whole thing. Yeah, got we back got back about six. six. So and wasn't, wasn't too it bad. wasn't too bad. It would have would have been worse had that. I mean, it would have been better if had that um, detour. Detour. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, today's uh, topic we kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, there's a couple things Dad's kind of learning through the the life and ministry of Dr. Lloyd Jones, and so there's some of that that Dad wants to talk about. But kind of the main flair of of what we're interested in in discussing is really the evangelization of the church. Yeah. So, Dad, why don't you go ahead and carry us into the into the topic today? Well, I it's uh it's it's been an interesting phenomenon to to, to study. Uh, and watch some of these. Um, my my in my class that I'm taking right now, there was um, many many um, messages uh, from men preachers of the past, and so I finished my work and I'm like, okay, there's this combined. Ian Ian Murray has written a two volume book on the life of Lloyd Jones, and I read the combined one that that's just recently been put out. Um, I think it was given at together for the gospel. Anyway. Um, and in it, it tells about his first foray into church ministry was in this church in Wales. He is Welsh, by the way. He's from, he's from Wales. And, um, and so he goes back to his home country. He, he studied to be a medical doctor and um, learned a, a great deal. And they had really high hopes for him to, to, to be in medicine because he learned, uh, um, learned to, 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 to listen to people and then give really good diagnosis of what the problem was. And he said he, he took that same kind of mentality into the church. Mm. And so when he began to diagnose really what was um, a very cold and apathetic and passive uh, church atmosphere in the Welch communities, mm. that he, he realized that... Um, that one of the one of the first things that he felt like he needed to do was to convert the people of the church. Yeah, yeah. And I I know as studying enough of of John MacArthur, um, I was I was able to have a um, kind of a not a one on one, but we had a group of guys, and this was several years years ago. And um, he was preaching at a conference, so we asked him if we could just chat with him for a while, and we sat down with him. And one of the first things we asked him was. Um, you know, do you do you do a lot of church planning? And at that time, he said, "No, we don't do any church planning." He says, "I've always felt like it's a it, it is my mission to actually convert the church." And so he says, "What we do is we we go into churches that exist and seek seek to reestablish genuine conversion in the life of the church." 
And so I'm, I'm, I'm coming up on the end of the Gospel of Matthew. I'm in Matthew chapter 26. We're going to actually finish that chapter, and then there's 27 and 28. But one of, it just seemed as though Christ kind of did the same thing, like he was going against a religious environment that was in every way imaginable Christless. Yeah. In every way imaginable, it was gospel-less. Mm-hmm. It was graceless. And um, what I know of the church, even that God has called us to, um, and my, my past uh, years of, of shepherding, is that it, it, it scares me sometimes to, to think about how many people may have come week after week after week hearing the message of God's word, and they walk away never truly born again. Yeah. And so that's heavy on my mind. And um, at some, and there's some points where I just go like, God, you you must intervene. And one of the one of the key elements of the intervention process that showed up in Martin Lloyd Jones was just the preaching of the word. And in doing so, there was this constant message of the gospel, both in the fact that man is a sinner. And that sin is far worse than man thinks it is. Yeah. Um, and so it was. he felt like it was his job to not only speak of sin, but of the judgment of God. Yeah, totally. And, and so, um, one of, in fact, one of my lines that, I, that I'll be sp- saying on Sunday morning is just that, that there are really two kinds of people that God recognizes in, in the world. And you can go clear back to Deuteronomy and see this, and, and that those who love him and are obedient to him, those who hate him and are disobedient and will be under the judgment of God. Yeah. So you look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, and this is when he sets out to Israel. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. Uh, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart. And he just says, the ones that, that love me and are obedient to me, he goes, like, I will bless to the, to the thousandth generation. But those who hate me mm. and reject me, um, you will you will visit the sins uh, over and over and over, and he will he will judge. Yeah. And you go through and you see that very same thing um, in John chapter one. Uh, Jesus is the light, and then there's darkness. Mm. And men love the light, mm. or men or men hate the light, and men love darkness because their deeds are evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the Jesus came to 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 die for those whom he's loved and those who whom he's loved then uh, you you see this in the rest of the book of john where they're transformed yeah they're, they're changed they're gloriously changed but those who don't receive judgment yeah and um and you, and you see this even all the way to the end in the book of revelation where it's the same the same idea um that you can look at the letters of the seven churches and that same thing woven in the fabric of the gospel is the fact that there will be those who will listen yeah. and have ears to hear, and then those who won't listen. And so it, it's it's scary because the the part of people who who don't really listen to the gospel are people who don't hear the message of the gospel when it's preached. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're there, they're present, and they nod well, their head and they smile and they they shake hands, but in their hearts they're not hearing. Yeah, they're not listening. I think. I mean, I. Th- I, this stems from a lot of places. Primarily, it stems from just our own flesh that wants to have some sort of buy-in to our own salvation. Yeah. And so, but I mean, it comes from other places as well. A lot of it comes from our Christian culture and what we've been taught 
for a long time. Oh, yeah. That it's kind of like once saved, always saved, and then you kind of just live to get better at your Christian life. And so when you hear words of judgment, it's easy for people, Christian people, to truly like dismiss that and to not hear the law as it is because right. well, they're saved. And so they feel like, well, that doesn't affect me. I'm not that bad anymore. I'm actually pretty good. Right. I'm, I'm only just in the process of, of getting better. So I think a lot of this has kind of stemmed from a Christian theology of the Christian that says that we are basically good people just getting better. Yep. When in reality, like the law never presents us as that right. in and of ourselves by our performance. Um, the law has always rendered us sinners. Yep. And even our righteousness is, is as filthy rags. Like we can't offer anything to God that number one, he doesn't already have himself. Uh, but number two, anything that would be worthy or worthy of merit for him. So like, I th- I think a lot of the, the reasons why Christians don't, don't come to faith even on a weekly basis is because of that theology. And I think what God would want us to actually bend into and to listen into is to actually put our, put ourselves under the weight of the law mm-hmm. and allow us to reckon ourselves under God's standard of holiness, that we are not holy in and of ourselves, that God makes us holy by his grace. Yep. And so that actually helps us to lean into to faith. Uh, the reformers often kind of called it uh, the distinction between the law and the gospel. Uh, it's a, that's a huge understanding for the Christian life. Um, but you know, they, they constantly talked even about the word of God as constantly killing us and making us alive. Yeah. Like working from, from death to life. So God, God works from dead things to alive things. He doesn't work from good to, to bad or even better to best. He works from dead to alive, even in a weekly basis. That's the, that's the flow of the Christian life in the life of, in the life of the, the Christian, which is why we're constantly called to repent of right. our, of our sin, to turn away and to die daily in our sin and then to trust into Christ and to to renew our minds or have our hearts renewed, restored. Yeah, I I tweeted yesterday um, something that I tweeted like a year ago, actually. But L- Martin Luther said that sin never wants to be sin; it always wants to be righteousness. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And yeah, that's right. And that's I, think, I think I think that's that's, uh, that's the way it is. We we want to we want to believe and we want to think that somehow we're we're basically good. We're fine. We just have a few glitches here and there. Yep. And if we can just fix those glitches, we're okay. And that each sermon is meant to help me be better. Yeah. When in reality, no, actually like the sermon first and foremost is not to help you be better, but is to help you be deader. Yeah. Dead. Deader. Yeah. Than you walked in the door. Right. And then it's to make you alive in Jesus. In other words, like it's supposed to render you dead. Yeah. Apart from Jesus. Oh, and by the way, here's Jesus. Right. And then that's the gospel. Yeah. And you say like, you know, I I know a lot of the same kind of, you know, accusations from people who are in that kind of theology who don't know they're in that kind of theology is you say the same thing every week. Yeah. And I'm like, darn right I do. (laughs) Because we need the same thing every week. Yeah. Which is why Paul the Apostle said, the only thing I preach is Christ crucified. That's all I preach to you. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm going to preach to you. So, and that's the same thing. Like, and we can do that through every passage of scripture. We can still exegete every passage of scripture, knowing that every passage of scripture talks about the gospel. Yeah. Is, is about the gospel. So, and most people, most people don't come going like, Hey, I just, I want to be told I'm a sinner today. No, they, no I they mean, don't. nobody, nobody just comes and goes, Hey, all right, we're going to learn about, I think if you're humble, you should like, well, if, no, if you're, if you're I, walking in step with the spirit, like you have this recognition of like, I'm coming into church to die in a thousand different ways. Yeah. But especially when I hear the word, 
Yeah. Like God, God, God's word always speaks to us in one of two ways in his law or in his gospel. And that's, yeah. that's, that's how he works. And I think a lot of Christians interpret the law, uh, interpret God's word in a fleshly way yeah. of I'm, I'm not here to look for Jesus. I'm not here to be, to be dead and made alive. I'm, yeah. I'm here to actually just, you know, progress in my own self-righteousness. Yeah. And I, I grew up strongly under the, the mentality of, all right, what do I need to do? Yeah, that's right. What? Give me a list of things I yeah. need to do to get better. Today. And where, where do I need to try harder? Yeah, yeah. that's right. And yeah. I, I remember as a teenager sitting there often going like, uh, I, 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 I laugh about this now, but I remember sitting there thinking, I, man, I can't, I can't do that. Can, and I, and I always wanted to ask the preacher, can, are can, you doing that? Can you really do that? Right. But, but he, I'm glad you didn't because he would say, yeah, I am doing that. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, there were times that, that the stories they would tell, I'm like, wait, really? Really? That's how that happened? And, and you, that's how you responded? Like, I would never respond that way. Or I would have a hard time responding that way. Yeah, yeah there's the denial of, the, of the, the depravity of their own sin. Right. I mean, they, they were the superhero. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's like that meme of the cartoon dog that's sitting at the kitchen table. And this is fine. Every, everything's on fire, and the quotation bubble says, this is fine. Like, <laughs> like that's them. Like, that's, yeah. that's us. I'm, that's doing, I'm doing enough. I, I, this is good. I'm fine. I'm like, your house is on fire. Right. Yeah. Right. But I but I also think that um, the, the the mentality of and it's and it, you know, it comes across. Uh, unfortunately, it often comes across in camp settings. Um, yeah, I can. I can. I mean, not the only place, but uh, just like it's what's yeah. dangerous. What can be dangerous about camp settings is that you can you can develop this this uh, false sense of um, guilt and yeah. um, remorse that isn't genuine. You're not really seeing it's just like um, my life is it's not as I, I think it ought to be. So, all right, I'm going to try harder. Yeah, I'm I'm going to make a commitment. Yeah, and you know, oddly enough, on Sunday we're going to be talking about Peter's Peter's grand commitment in front of everybody. Though everybody does this, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not, not going to do that. I'm not Jesus. doing this. And his Narrator. commitment, but he would deny him three times. <laughs> right, right, right. And his commitment did not give him the needed strength when it came down to it. Yeah, that's yep. and and his determination did not save him. Well, it wasn't enough. Yeah. So it's interesting because mm. I think in I, mean, I, I think Lloyd Jones is absolutely right, but I think that that's actually the pastor's office. Like that that is what we have are, have been called to do every week is to evangelize the church. Yeah. And and I I've been hit hard for this in a couple co- places that I've been in, but like this is why I, th- I believe that like the sermon is not for the Christian. Or the sermon is not for the unchristian. I know a lot of people talk about like, who do you preach to? Do you preach to unbelievers or do you preach to believers? So I don't preach to any of those. I preach to the sinner. Right. And that's everybody. Right. And why? 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 Like they're like, why do we? Why, why don't you make that distinction? Isn't it helpful at times to preach to the to the non-Christian? It's helpful to preach to the unchristian. Like no, because sin has has one remedy. Right. Faith in Jesus. Period. The end. Yeah, Period. that's it. That's that. Not trying harder, not getting better. Sin has one remedy: faith in Jesus. So, so what am I going to preach? So that's, to people that's who struggle justifi- with sin. Justification, but it's also the same point in sanctification. That's right. Well, this is, and this, let me let me point you to a resource: uh, the Gospel Centered Life Curriculum. Um, Gospel Centered Life. That's what it's called, by Robert Thune. Um, it, he. Throughout the curriculum, he has a great way of describing the nature of the Christian life. 
that as a believer, you should be growing in your awareness of God's holiness, mm-hmm. right? As you read your Bible, you should understand that God is getting bigger and better and more awesome and more holy. As you read scripture, you're going to understand more about God and he's not going to shrink in holiness. He's going to grow in holiness in your mind if you're reading it right. Right. Now, in light of that, you should also begin to see yourself as more and more sinful, right? Right. You sh- as you stand in the presence of a holy God, you should continue to see yourself as like, I'm not like that. Right. Wow, I'm really not like that. Yeah. Holy smokes, I am not like that. Right. And it, you should be growing in your awareness of sin, especially as you grow in awareness of God's holiness. And like, well, that's a that that gap just continues to grow wider and wider in wait, your understanding. Wait, wait, so I'm not pressing on the upward way, and there's new heights I'm not gaining every day. Doesn't matter how many trees you Lord. throw into that fire. <laughs> Lord, no, not gonna. No, I mean, oh like, man, so I all those songs that we sang. Sorry, sorry to burst your. I'm bubble. going to higher ground. So, I I am on. I'm on my way up, dude. I am yeah, on my that, way that, up. No, Jesus Jesus is uh, on his way up. Well, I used to sit there, honestly, I used to sit I there know. and think to myself, wait, man, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not pressing on the upward way. I'm, I feel like I'm going down, 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 yeah. down. That's to the right. burning ring of fire? The burning ring of yeah, fire. That's right. <laughs> but like, what, what Johnny is, Cash had it right, my <laughs> guy. That's right. What, what, what's it going to take to span the gap between my awareness of my growing right. sinfulness and my awareness of God's holiness. What's yeah. going to fill that gap? Well, the cross fills that gap, Jesus himself. And so as the as those two things kind of go out in your life, they create this larger and larger gap. And so the cross should be getting bigger and bigger right. and bigger in your mind. Right. You should be growing in your awareness of uh, of your own of your own sin. Actually, this is where our devotional is going, and there's reasons. I'm like already. <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. You're well, anyway, I'll, I'll talk okay. about it a little okay. bit. Okay. But, okay. but okay. I think that's the whole point is like, that's that's what the Christian sermon is about. Yep. That's what that's what each church should be about to help us grow in faith, which answers the question of sin, which inevitably will make us more and more like Christ. But as you said, it's not this trajectory upwards. It actually is this awareness of our of our trajectory downwards. And it's actually looking to the cross every time. Like yeah. the cross is growing in more significance throughout our life. Well, and and it it it's an ointment to my soul right. to know horrible word but yes Oink me. well no Oink it's me. a it's a right it's, there <laughs> it's a salve no to my own soul moist moist talent moist moist talent to, to know that my my <laughs> sin is ever in me and it's okay yeah not right. not mm. it's not okay to give into it but it's okay to know that it it comes regurgitating. I just want to say that it's all the time. really hard, especially in parenting, to remember uh-huh. that. No, it is because like when your kid is doing nothing but sinning. Yep, you have you have to address it, and it's really hard to like not react in sin as well. Right, because mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's even more challenging because you, you react you in total. S- all people are s- are saying that. What do you mean? Well, what I'm saying is, do you know how many times your uh, uh, sin, I'm sure a lot. <laughs> sin just, no, what, no one's counting. Down. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure just, there's an infinite amount of those. Well, times. I just remember feeling that. They're I'm like, never ending. I am like, I am responding out of anger. He has made me so mad. Like, just or stop hitting people. Right. Like, stop it. Yeah, I don't understand where that comes from, to be honest. Hitting people? Like, I mean, that instant. I mean, I want to be. I want to hit people, but like, <laughs> I'm mature enough to not do that. That's the problem. Woo. I don't know if I have that instinct of like, I want to hit. Like, I maybe I'm weird, but Dude. Like, I don't have this instinct of like, I want to hit you. 
I want to hit you. Like that seems. I, uh, I just, there's been a couple times. I've probably done that. In my, have I did, did yes. I do that as a kid? Yes, you did. You both did. You. Yeah, everyone so, does. That. I mean, talk oh, to God, just ask. Think. Well, just ask your grandmother. Ask them on. No, that's true. Like uh, seriously, no, you guys were no, in the back seat. Wanna, you no, were thanks. hitting each other all the time, and I'm just going like, "This is never going to end." This is that's this where is, we're at. This maybe, is eternity right here. Maybe I got right hit here. so many times. <laughs> oh, maybe brother. you were just bigger, the martyr. bigger. No, no, the martyr. Like, no, you here. guys, you guys pushed each other's buttons like, like, like what you're seeing now. I'm not kidding <laughs> you. Augie yeah, no, right. is the king. No, right now, right. I mean, it it is, and then Arlo just. Doesn't take but one time, and then he just loses it. Yep. And it's like, both of you, okay, you stop reacting that way. Stop touching him. But then he's like not touching. He's like, right. you know, the kid yeah. thing where yeah. he's like yeah. almost coming up to touching right, him. Right, right. And then Arlo's like, but he almost touched me. Yeah. It's like, oh, my, I'm going to kill all It's of rebellion. Him. I'm killing all of you And right it just now. oozes. It just oozes from you. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but but this I, is fine. I, and I'm glad that you mentioned. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that that really is the the office of of the pastor because I think sometimes when that is included in my thinking, I'm okay with it. Sometimes though, I wake up and it's not included in my thinking, and I'm going like, I don't want to do this anymore. But again, the go- the gospel is the only remedy for sin, and I don't care if you're. Uh, I don't care if that sin comes from a Christian or from a non Christian. The answer is still faith, yep. and that's the answer I need to point a Christian to: more faith in Christ, yep. an, a, a deeper understanding of what it means to trust Jesus. Yeah, and I need to point the unbeliever to that. They haven't ever bought into that. They right. ne- they need to know who Jesus is. So, like the gospel is something we need to hear all the time. It's the only remedy for sin. It's the only way we actually grow. It's the only way we actually get better. Not that that's what it's all about, but we do end up looking more like Jesus, and that is really helpful for our neighbor. And so, yeah, like we we need to be growing in our understanding of of the gospel. So I need to hear the gospel a lot. So so there is this there is this ongoing. We have like a couple minutes here. We have we, we're we're going on. Sorry. Oh, okay. So there's on there's this ongoing tension of and maybe this is an, another for another broadcast, but there's this ongoing tension of, you know, the law is still in place, and so we 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 are commanded love your neighbor we're commanded to do good to those who spitefully use you and and you're just going like i i don't feel like i can't i can't do yeah, the that. question is how are you going to get that right done? so that's the question. so and and the answer has to be christ in us that's right faith the obedience of faith right is what romans is all about yeah and so, i would even say that on that point that motivation's not enough it's it's not enough to to get those things done it, like it doesn't even if you do those things wrongly but you were motivated out of a right heart, like it's still wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. so so how are we doing that through Christ really provides, really takes care of like the motivation of why you're doing those things. And it becomes more than just I'm just checking off a box to do those things. And it becomes more about like I get to go because Christ has done these things for me. I get to go and do these things for other people. Yeah. So 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 motivation is not merely just enough. To answer that question of, like, what am I supposed to do with the commands? If you get down to, well, you do it because it's the right thing to do, like, that's still not enough because that's still wrong. It's about how you're getting it done through Christ and his his mercy. I mean, yeah, we could talk about this for for a very long time. But, like, I think in, in many ways a life of faith sometimes, a lot of times, is self forgetful. It doesn't even it doesn't even recognize the good works that I'm doing. Yep. It almost is forgetful because, because you know, against 
the the fruits that the spirit brings into our life which that's what that's what we want that's yeah. that's what we're hoping yeah. for is that the spirit through through faith in the gospel the spirit and his in, in, indwelling work produces that faith in my life and so i'm not even aware of all the yeah. things that he's doing that, right but number two i'm 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 kind of catching up to it. I'm realizing like, oh wow, he did that in my wow, he did th- that came that came out of me instinctually, yeah. naturally, you know, against such things there is no law. There's no way of measuring, right. you know, charting, graphing. Why? Because the spirit's doing all this work. It's his it's his work, not not mine, and it becomes instinctive. Now I can yeah. kind of catch up to it and say like, wow, man, that was man, that was freeing. It was yeah. freeing to like yeah. love that person. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was, it was, yeah. yeah so wow, my point behind that fantastic. would be, and again, we're, we're like way off topic on this, so it could be, this actually might be a good, n- another podcast. Follow up. Yeah. It would just be simply like, if I make it about, I've got to do these things. Right. And then you do those then things. You do that's thing. not, it's still that's, not, it's not the obedience. That's not the heart faith. behind it. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. 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 So neither anyways. is that the fruit of the spirit. That's the fruit of your labor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. We'll take a, we'll take a break and then we'll come back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope you had a good break. We did. We chatted. We talked. We actually sat here. We didn't do anything. We talked about no the Euros. The Euros. The Euros. Coming up. So starting starting today. Go go France. No. Go, go Germany. Germany. Jeez. Um, England. Go England. Oh, why? I would like why? to see England do well. I. They're not going to do well. They're this not. happens every year. I know. They're not going to do well. And by every I year, like I mean every two to four years. I'm going to put it on record. Italy's the dark horse to win it. No. Fault. Italy, Italy. I'm telling you right now, not they're France. good. Not no, France. France is going to win it, but, but they're um, also not a dark dark horse. But they're not a dark horse. Oh, okay. Italy is a dark horse, and I think if France, of all the other teams, not the big, I think there's three that are supposed to win it: France, Germany, and England. No, not Germany. We're like third down on the list. No, I think they. It's like where I, did I see this morning? Hold on. Power rankings. Bleacher Report. Oh my goodness. France is up there, certainly. Oh, it's France, Portugal, yeah. and I was gonna say Portugal's up there. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. France, Portugal, and England were the three. Wow, that are up there. France, Portugal, and England. No. So uh, it, I think Italy is the dark horse. I think they'll be fine. I think Germany is a dark horse because no. So one's how long does this go? Them. This goes for like a, a week? month. A month. A week. Get oh out of here. Gosh. I don't know. I'm still it's like, learning. It's like starts today. It's like like a smaller concentric circle of the World Cup. Okay. All right. It ends on July. It's, Actually, it's the ends on July 11th. Okay. So yeah, it's a whole month. Cool. It's. I mean, it's. I'm not going to say, I mean, obviously other countries matter, but like in terms of soccer, like this is the most so concentrated talent of a soccer tournament you'll ever have. So you have two big global, well, I consider global tournaments in the world of football. You have the World Cup, which is number one. Right? That includes the entire world, obviously. Because yeah, okay. it's called World, world Cup. World Cup. But when it comes to like the second biggest kind of global tournament, it's really the Euros, even though it only has European teams. So it doesn't include... Argentina, Brazil, uh, Chile, you, the the powerhouse known as USA, Mexico, or the blah, USA. Hey, we beat Mexico. I know we did, but um, but it does. So it doesn't include those American teams, North and South American teams. Right. It just includes the European right. teams. It doesn't include Japan. That's why it's called the Euro. It's called the Euros. So 
but like concentrated amount talent. of soccer talent. Most of all the talent in the world comes from Europe. Yeah. So this is it's they grow, probably they grow the up most, with a soccer ball on the end of their. Well, I, actually, I think South Americans do that, but it's probably the most that, like but. competitive, truly competitive. Well, uh, like, I mean, if it. Croatia won, would any of us be surprised? You know, you know what I'm I saying? Mean, a like, little bit. Well, but like, <laughs> like versus, you know, if Albania, if Albania is not in it, they did not qualify. But North oh. Macedonia is in it. Yeah, North. Oh you, wow! Can you name Serious? one football player from North Macedonia? No. no. Uh, I can name one. Paul he, of Tarsus. He used to play for uh, Man City. <laughs> now he plays for. Um, the g- oh, his the guy who had the Macedonian vision, like, like, no. right? No, no, it's not, no, 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 no. This, this was not have, the Macedonian vision. So small countries, you do have like North Macedonia. You have Finland is a team that's in there. Finlandia. Um, you have let's see who mm-hmm. else is Scotland, Ukraine, Austria, Hungary. So you, you got Hungary in there. So smaller, a lot of smaller countries that are represented. So you got to qualify. Turkey, Switzerland, you got to qualify for the Euros. Much like you, much like you had to qualify for the Concacaf League much of Nations, everything you, everything yeah, you got to qualify do. for pretty much anything. The Olympics, yeah. the World Cup. Well, you have to qualify to qualify to, to play. Qualify to play, yeah. That's right. So, anyways, um, hey, so you're you're headed out of town. Talk to us a little bit about where you're headed. We are going to Acadia National Park, Maine. In Maine, um, it is beautiful. Yeah, it is. Pretty, I know it's really it nice. Our, we got a we're do we got a VRBO a Verbo. Um, that's on the south part of the island, uh, and um, we're just on the inlet, on the the southern part of the inlet. Cool. And then um, we can act- we drive through Acadia National Park to get mm. to Bar Harbor. Mm. Um, so we're gonna do hiking and um, walking around, looking at shops, and a lot of driving. Uh, lots of driving. Lots it's of a two day trip there. Right. Two day trip back. So we're actually Saturday tomorrow. We're headed out to. We're gonna uh, got a hotel in Connecticut. And uh, then we'll drive from Connecticut to Maine awesome. on Sunday, and then drive back Sunday to Connecticut, and then drive back from Connecticut here to on Monday. You guys will have so much fun. It'll, It'll be awesome. You will just, you yeah, will just can't enjoy wait. We got yeah. lots of uh, lots do, of really great food. Do nothing. Well, that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, like, do <laughs> no, do that's not that's nothing not related to life and work. work. Do a lot of fun things that are. But restful. it's I, honestly, it's I. I we went to Maine years ago. Years ago, <laughs> it will be, and it was a long drive. I'm not gonna lie; it was a long drive. But I think I flew in from Wisconsin. You did. You did. And I got picked up halfway in, in, in New, New York, York City. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just telling you, I have such fond memories of the beauty of that place. Yeah. It was awesome. It, it was great. Uh, the house that we had there was awesome too. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have time to see John and Jen. Uh, Probably not. No, actually, I didn't even think about that. But they're not even. Are they yeah. in Bar Harbor? They're no, no, no well, but they're, they're not that far away. They're only like probably a half hour, forty-five minutes away. They're probably off doing something awesome. Every no, time Kenny, I see them Kenny on Kenny social, Bunkport? I see them doing all no, kinds of no, stuff. I just wanted to Bunkport. say Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? No, I just didn't Kenny, you go uh, skiing in um, what uh, Banff, Maine? Uh, Banff you? is in Canada. Canada, Banff nope. is in Canada. <laughs> not Canada. Ban- What's the uh, mountain that starts Sunday, with the Sunday River is where we went. Uh, Sunday River and... West Virginia. No, that's in Maine. Is Sun- it in Maine? Sunday, Sunday River. What's the name of the town? There's like... Oh, sheesh. I cannot You went believe. snow skiing? <laughs> I... Yeah. Sunday yeah, with oh, what Matt is, and... Oh, uh, what was that in Maine, really? Bank. I didn't even remember no, that. It's not Banff. Stop no, saying I'm Banff. No, I'm not saying Banff. It's like it starts with a B, though, doesn't it? 
I don't remember the city. I'm trying to think of the resorts. Because we, we really stayed in the middle of nowhere. I know. Wow. Well, that's there's a lot you of that camped out there. there. Hey, when you go up there, when you go up there, just take a look. Life. Take a look at the condition of the churches. Just see what you can find out. I'm always, I'm always aware of. Narrator, <laughs> there's not going to be a lot of that going <laughs> not, on. I'm just going to be like trying to figure out. We're going to a place called the Cliff. I think, no. It's like the rock. I don't know. There's yeah, some people go to on vacation to like not, not talk anything. to anybody. <laughs> no, I no. know that. Oh, <laughs> Here's what's going geez. on here. So we're going to a place where, but they've got some like really the shoreline cool here. church buildings up I'm there. I'm sure they do. I'll I'm, I'll take some pictures. Take some pictures for me. <laughs> do some real estate work up there while you're at it. Oh, um, I probably actually will be. Uh, there, we're going to a place up there that is like, apparently they really like doing it. It's the shores or the shoals or something like that. I don't know. But basically, there's no. It's like this. It's like a. There's no sandy beaches up there. There's right, just it's rocky, cl- rocky cliffs kind yeah. of thing. And Brittany grew up going there, and so she, they when they, when they would go there, they would go when the tide is out because they'd go to these tide pools, right? And like go tide pool hunting for like for cars, all kinds, yeah, all houses kinds of and all kinds, of, yeah, exactly. In tide pools, fish, clams, starfish, like all Neat. kinds of cool stuff, right? the The challenge with this though is that. Between these pools are like literal like crevices of vicious crevices, like twenty feet drops into like water yeah. underneath them. That when the tide's in, it's full, right? right. But when it's out, it's like you could fall and right, die. yeah, and die, right? All right, so you're so they would into they the would ocean. three children, okay, yeah. Right. So but they would bring like the the adults would bring chairs and sit their chairs up. And just hang out there where the kids will go out and, and then, uh, okay. jump these crevices and go tide pool fishing. Now, Brittany did this when she was like, I don't know, like 10, uh, 10 or 11, like old enough to know, like, if I fall, I'm dying. I'm dying. And so don't fall kind of thing. Or don't go near that. Or don't, yeah. right. don't go near the cliffs kind right. of thing. So I've got a one-year-old and a two-year-old and a six-year-old who's, I'm not quite confident in his ability <laughs> to go. I probably shouldn't go that far out on the on the cliffs of these like yeah. big ocean things. Yeah. So I'm a little bit nervous. So I'll be spending my time going like Nerve, just like, being just, nervous. Just stop. Like do you, do you have here. to do that? Like do you? Yeah, I mean, well, part of it. Yeah, will. I mean, like they're really excited about doing this. So, so I'm like, okay. okay, I'll be excited about doing this, and so I guess we're gonna do it. But I'm just gonna be like internally like really stressed out. Yeah, about yeah, like, yeah. But like please don't. I don't really want to do this again. Yeah. Like, well, so try. Like, try I'll do really this. hard to relax. I know. And to oh, enjoy. Yeah. Because I'm already getting anxious. Don't, 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 I'm don't already relax. sweating about it. Because the moment you relax, <laughs> the moment there, something bad happens. No. Bad happens. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I know. I know. So, but I mean, everyone's like, well, everyone's there's four. There's gonna be everybody like gets five adults. Yeah, there's gonna be five adults and three kids. Okay, so I get it. Like but all it takes is, hey, you have that kid. The and picture, the same person saying, hey, you have that kid. The picture that I was that I was given was, we just set chairs up and then they go tide pool hunting. Oh yeah. And no. I'm like, I don't really I don't like think. that picture. No, you go with them. <laughs> right. Go like, with I'll them. be. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I'm just telling you, it's, it's beautiful. It is absolutely. I love Bahaba. 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 No, it's and, good. and I love all the little tiny um, mom and pop type restaurants. I know. So it's gonna and be fun. And places where you can go get ice cream cones. We're definitely not. It's awesome. Going. I well, I am not. Other people can. I'll be happy to make you're sure. You're not going. I'm not going on any boat. You know, whale hunting. Yeah, just new boats. You should. You should just say. Well, to the boat. Do the, no do boat. the nope. uh, 
Nope. Oh, come on. Mm, the Lighthouse nope, Tour nope. is great. You will love it. Nope. That's Not what, if he's on a your, boat. That's what that I was, was your problem last time. You didn't go on the no, Lighthouse no, Tour. Was, no. The problem last time was that he went on a boat. Right, because they said, we hey, know this. you'll be fine. This is good. <laughs> you'll love it. That's exactly we know what this. was said. Yeah. On two occasions, too. I mean, I've got a history of being on I wonder if you do have like, any experience like taking Dramamine a good like, that might work. Uh, dose before. I don't know. Like, but you have to do that before you But he'll sit there half asleep. Well, that might not be bad. That might not be. <laughs> well, anyway, sign me pay. up for that. Just go and have fun. <laughs> just, just go and have fun. I mean, like seriously. <laughs> Will I be asleep the whole time? I'm on in. I'm on it. <laughs> I'll take a ticket. <laughs> I'll pay for everybody else's ticket. Like, uh, if I have to be, if I could be asleep the whole time. Oh my All right. Well, awesome. Hunter, you got a devotional. Yeah, here I, for I, us I and, do. End our time together. Yeah, today. it's uh, it's kind of weird calling it a, a devotional. I've uh, Coming back, uh, I've been spending a lot of time uh, working on our new members p- process, like how, how do we take on new members at our church. And so I've been just really pouring over a lot of core and fundamental things related to our church and our ministry, our philosophy, our theology, and even our, our, our practice of how we execute that as a church. And uh, I, you know, so I've been, I've been reading kind of a lot of core biblical texts of church life and of the Christian life. And it's been really encouraging for me this week um, because I've been able to kind of view our our church and our people and the relationships we have in it kind of through the lens of these core things, which is really helpful at times because a lot of times you get into into the minutiae. You know, I have this bone to pick with this person or, you know, this person said, you know, whatever. And you just have all these relational things dynamics in in place and a lot of times you forget what really unifies us or you know what sort of bond do we have between each other like why do we do this week to week and and i've been really encouraged this past week to set our hearts uh, to set my heart on on some of these foundational truths but paul says this in philippians 127 um only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of christ so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel and not frightened in anything by your opponents. And the the phrase I've been kind of hunkering down on this week is um, striving w- uh, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Um, and that's kind of a lot of what, we're doing as a church is striving yep, and that can be good and bad, you know, but we're striving together for the sake of the gospel. And when you're doing that, that really is a one minded thing. Mm-hmm. Now we get off track. Certainly uh, some of us get errant. I get errant about what that means and what that looks like, but people are working together and they're striving and there's some canuckiness that goes on in, in church life and there's some oddities that go on in church life. But what we're all trying to do is we're trying to strive side by side for the sake of the gospel yeah. and to do it with one mind. And that's been really encouraging for me. And really it's, it's that he would go on to articulate that, you know, we have this mind, which is ours in Christ Jesus. This mm. flows from right. our savior himself. And of, of course this mind is a selfless, humble mind that goes downward uh, as part of what we were talking about here at the in, in our conversation earlier that the 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 way of the christian life is actually down and it reflects like jesus or reflects like our savior who 
you know, though he had the joys of heaven, emptied himself and became a criminal for our sake. And so that's kind of the way the way a lot of church life goes. But yet it's all done striving side by side for the sake of the gospel and, and doing it with one with one mind. And that's actually what it means to be to be a member of the church. That root word mem is is really about the mind. Um, and so that's why we have like memories and memoirs and um, memorabilia. All of that is meant to call us back to mind. Yeah. And so being a member is being of the same mind with people. And it's really sharing the mind of Christ. So I've been really encouraged by that. And I want to, so this is why I say it's not really a devotional. It's actually kind of like a challenge or an encouragement. Yeah. yeah. Um, get get your butt into church on Sunday. We say that all the time. But like really the, the life and the ministry of the church is kind of self-fulfilled on Sunday. That's that's where the gospel is proclaimed. That's where your, your pastor and church leadership and even the church membership works together, strives side by side for the faith in the gospel. Yeah. And they do it with one mind. They come to a collective mind about who Jesus is and what he has done for us. And then we then we go, then we scatter back. Um, but we, we do that collectively in, in one mind and we strive together against the powers of darkness um, in that in that one mind. Um, and so you might feel like, you know, missing church here and there is, is, you know, no big deal, whatever. But I really want to encourage you, like, part of what your church does on a weekly basis is this natural routine of working side by side right. for the sake of the gospel and, and doing it in true membership with, yeah. the same, with the same mind, the same mind that we have in Jesus. So I really, I really want to encourage you with that. Be, be faithful in that. Uh, be vigilant towards that. Have that in your in your theology. Um, that what happens on on Sunday is a big deal for your faith and a big deal for the mission of the church. Uh, so keep going and persist in that. Good word. That that really is necessary. Love it. And that unity can only be. It has to be centered around Jesus. That's right. Alone. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Alone. That's that word alone mm-hmm. has become very precious to me. Yeah. It's just that. I just want alone. to be alone. No, <laughs> it's not good for a man to be alone. It's not good for me. I'm I'm actually doing a um, a little seminar on loneliness. Oh yeah, aging, mm. grief, and loss. That's great. And Sounds I've, very I've got, uplifting. I've got 16 pages. <laughs> I've got 16 pages written on that so. of story like, after story. Do I go there tragedy. to feel that way, or <laughs> like if I feel that way? I go there. <laughs> no, I I think it's a good opportunity to study because if you feel alone, come gather. Like I don't, uh, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I want to be alone. <laughs> That's good. Well, thank you guys for joining us for yep. for the podcast. We're glad to be back. We're rolling in it. Quentin won't be with us next week, but me and Dad will figure out a great topic and uh, we'll do it. We'll we'll talk about it. Looking you, forward to what it. What are you rolling in? We're, ro- we're, ro- we're rolling in it. You're rolling in it. Are you rolling? <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot. Yeah, we do. Yep. We'll con- Dad and I will continue to roll in yeah. it. Have All fun right. rolling in it. All right. Have a great week, guys. Well. Bye. We'll Bye. talk to you next week. What? <laughs>